Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by a MMA fighter fighting the Bellator. He's got a big bout coming up at Wembley. Paul Semtex Daily. You'll find out why he is Paul Semtex yeah, Daily. I thought he was rather interesting. He was a nice guy, wasn't he? Very nice guy. You'll hear, you'll hear what he's got to say. We had a bit of a, a conversation about various matters. Yeah, and you get an extra bit from us today because okay, one of yeah. the guests dropped out, so we did three little sections. What a treat. And, yes, well, it is. And, of course, uh, Martin, Martin Kellner being Friday. And <clears throat> even for Martin, it was an old reference. Oh, blimey. <laughs> even I barely remembered it. Um, so anyway, you'll hear all of that. And a bonus clip. A bonus on. clip at the end, that's right. So here it all is. I do like the story about Xavi t- telling hundreds of customers they won Champions League final tickets. Not, you know, not Xavi. Well, it's going to cost the former Barca midfield mis- maestro a fortune. I'm sorry. And they're not even in it. I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Andy. Good job you jumped in because you see where I was going with it, couldn't you? That's Fair it. enough. Uh, yes. It's a real conundrum with... Sorry, I did start with the... I was looking at one page of my notes when I got back last night. You were night. there last night, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was. And the first note I've got, I hate this manager, I hate this football. <laughs> and I thought, well, Did you make your bit... notes during the game? No, no, this was after when I got home. Okay. And then I thought, you know what? It's a real conundrum with Sarri. If you look at it, two finals, qualify for the Champions League. What more could you want from a manager in his first yeah. season? But I, and I'm not alone with this, because I know a lot of Chelsea fans feel the same. I've hated about 65% of the season. I've absolutely detested watching the football. Right. They just don't move the ball quick enough. It's all about possession over risk-reward. And the worst thing about it, I think, is the fact that they only play in one half in virtually every game. And even look at this week against Watford. First half, terrible. Could have been 2-0 behind. Any Watford fan will tell you that. Second half, great. Won the game. Yeah. Last night... They got booed off, didn't they, at half-time? Yeah. Mm. Last night, first half, pretty decent. Could have been 2-3 up. Second half, I mean, it was just die. I mean, as worse. And if it, the Everton's the best example, first half excellent, second half excrement. <laughs> That's it. I mean, you know, and, it, and it's in his defence, the problem striker position hasn't been solved since Diego Costa. Mm. I mean, I don't think replacing Hazard is the problem. It's replacing Costa. Yeah. I mean, Giroud last night, you know, bless him, he's great when he comes off the bench. It's but, never great when someone. No, no. Pre- uh, well, I like it, him because he's bless done, him. Once he's, bless him's in there, no, you know, I like Giroud. He's, he's a good, wholehearted player. And he's won the World Cup. <laughs> 
all that. But he's so immobile. He made Lorente look like Thierry Henry. <laughs> Honestly, it's unbelievable. And and Higuain, it's five years too late. So yeah. the transfer ban, that's where it hurts. Them. I keep thinking I'm watching Toby Gillies up front for uh, when I watch Higuain. He's got a look of Toby about him, isn't he? Can you see that? Yeah. It's the I, mean, not, I don't know Toby couldn't do a job, but, no. um, yeah. It's, you know, so we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, the Tammy Abram can come back and there's Pat uh, Schwai, but, you know, yeah. ideally, the, you know, if you put it this way, if Chelsea had a Bamiyang, I think they would have challenged for the title. Yeah. yeah. Talking of which, I mean, far a bit for me to say this, but honestly, that was a great result for Arsenal. Because oh, yeah. we said yesterday, if Valencia scored first in that stadium, um, it's going to be a really tough night. It's a mystery. But, but, I mean, they did, and they still rode it out. I mean, Unai Emery, I mean, in the final, you've got one bloke that's won it three times as a serial winner, and you've got another bloke who's never won anything. Oh, who do you think might win? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, it all comes down to one but game, I'm as I'm about you, to discover as well. You're so right about UEFA and, and the, placing the the game in this city, because, I mean, I, I know people, I've speaking to people last night, I won't name them, but the people who go home and away that spend so much money on yeah. shows, and they just said, we, we're not going, it's too expensive, it's yeah. too far. And, and, and that is a problem. As Victoria people. just said, I mean, it's such a, I mean, you know, 26 hour stopover uh, to get a flight. I mean, in, in Istanbul or somewhere, it's mad. We're going to be chatting later on to the... the and unlucky to Frankfurt, I thought they did, to be honest, they did, they did, yeah. Yeah. Well, they the clearance it. off the line by, yeah. um, by David Luiz was amazing. They did, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We have got an all British lineup, an all English lineup, and we're going to have a chat with uh, Kevin Hatchard, European uh, expert, a little bit later on. Look at some of the reasons why and what they're making of that, whether it's a bit of naval gazing around some of the other European superpowers. Um, we're also going to have a chat with Martin Cloak, co chair of the Spurs Supporters Trust. They have linked up and issued a statement you've probably seen today uh, with the Liverpool fans groups as well, just bemoaning the fact that uh, there's sort of rank profiteering that would appear to be going. It was ever thus, but you know. Maybe this is a bit of a line in the sand moment. Probably not. Probably um, not. So we'll look at some of the problems that both sets of fans are encountering. And um, only 6,000 allocation as well for Arsenal and uh, Chelsea, which is... Yeah, I, I won't, I'd be surprised if they fit. <laughs> really. Yeah. You know, you've got to be pretty dedicated I mean, look, to go to for that Baku one. Baku is going to be one of the European Championship uh, venues in 2020. And it's clear that UEFA want to give them a bit of gravy in the build-up to that. But it's not great, is it? I mean, you know... It's, it's not. And Arsenal, you know, because much more incentive than Chelsea. It's desperate because they want to get them. Chelsea already in the Champions League. So you'd imagine... Do you think that they might take no, but when they make them relax? I mean, you've got different ways of looking at it, haven't well, you? Yeah, I suppose you can look at it that way. I think the one thing I didn't mention last night was the crowd reaction when he took Loftus-Cheek off with 10 minutes to go when you needed a goal. Mm. And he'd been Chelsea's best... Not so great in the second half, but they've been their best player. And he left Kovacic on being Do mad. you know many people who are having him? Are people around you that you sit no. with? They're saying, I'll leave him alone and he's doing a great no. job. Only football snobs who think that he's some kind of professor of football. Have you got many football snobs that sit well, in the, I'm, I, There's no. not many football snobs that sit I in mean, the Matthew Harding upper. You know, the sparkle of the team that he had at Napoli just hasn't been there. So I probably, you know, I'll probably give him one more season, especially with the ban. Who could you bring in? So he probably will be there next season, I reckon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby, Andy Jacobs uh, here on TalkSport. A little story, Andy, I saw that we might get the listeners going on today. Uh, this is from the, the Metro Free newspaper today. A man returned uh, football to his neighbour, cut in half with a dead fish inside it. Oh, my goodness. The incident came to light after <clears throat> a neighbourhood watch crime report was handed to local uh, councillors in Biddeford in Devon. And I think over the years we all had people that tried to 
spoil our sporting fun, mm. didn't we? Oh, yeah. Locals. Uh, we had a bloke, uh, he was a classic. It was the old knife in the ball. Yeah. But generally, that's that was... That's not putting a dead fish in there. No, that, I mean, that, that, that does kind of... Uh, yeah. You know, show a level of preparation, really. You've got to have the old fish there, let it rot for I can't wait for that ball comes over again. <laughs> I cut it in half and put a dead fish in. Be good for the new World Cup ball had a dead fish in yeah. each ball. There was, I remember one bloke who used to, used to sort of wouldn't give him back to us, and once he did come out with a ball under his arm, and he, it was one of those, was out, it was quite those quite thick rubber Wembley balls, and he put it under, and he had a knife in his hand, and he, he tried to put, and it slipped off the ball and caught him on the arm. Oh, so right. it could have been the last thing he ever did. Some <laughs> might say karma. I think. I don't know if he pierced the skin, but that made him even angrier. And he really, he really went quite postal on the ball after that. You know, you, you, you couldn't. Are weird, you couldn't, aren't they? Yeah. So if there, if there are people out there that uh, that for many years ruined your fun, if you want to uh, tell us tales of the people that tried to ruin your sporting fun and how they did it, let us know. That's um, talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine, and you can tweet to T S H and J T. S-H-A-N-D-J. Good. Anything else, Andy? Oh, yes. Um, do you see this bit more royal guff? The uh, Archie, the new royal baby, oh, yeah. he was named after Meghan's uh, cat that she had when she was young. It's like it wasn't called Tibbles. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's true. Name yeah. a child after a cat. Oh, well. <laughs> they do what they like, can't yeah, they? I can't see the problem. So... Um, <laughs> Is that it? Anything else? Well, not for the moment. I'll have nothing left if you do that to me. Okay. Men are twice as What about Andy's nap? What's going on oh, with yeah, Andy's, Andy's nap, nap today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my tip for the two o'clock... Andy's nap. We haven't got a trailer for that. We'll get one done. <laughs> my yeah. tip for the two o'clock at Ascot today... Oh, yeah. Uh, ...is in honour of the four English clubs making uh, the finals. It's called Final Song. So there you go. Final song. Final song in the two o'clock at Ascot. Is it? Is it favoured? No, I don't think... I, don't, I doubt it. I think it might be second or third favourite. Let's have a look. Uh... Yes, yeah, planned. Planned. It's not planned. It's expected to go off about four to one. Okay. Yeah. Not very humorable, is it? As Stuart Pierce would say, it's just. A, you know, <laughs> just a, what do you want now? Well, I just. I think I'm more than that. Is what I'm trying to say. I think that was a bit. Well, I thought it was quite nice. Yeah, it is quite nice. But who wants nice? You know. <laughs> Well, Everyone's be... quite nice when it comes to Andy's nap. Or shall I go with Mrs. Flanders? <laughs> no, it's too late now. The damage has been done. Uh, we'll, we'll change it on Monday. <laughs> we'll be pleased if he comes and romps home in the maiden Phillies steak. Okay. Phillies? The maiden Phillies steak? Phillies steak. You don't want that, do you, if you're a horse? You don't want to be anything called the maiden... Especially with the, the race maiden... in France. Yeah, not the maiden Phillies steak. Yeah, that's not a great go. idea, no, is it? So we're, we shall see. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yes, later on we will be, uh, Martin Kellner will be here with the week of sport on TV and uh, the Falls panel. Let's give you the games in the Falls panel. I'll be in a position to do that. Where's me bit of paper? I think we are. So, we'd like you to take mm. part. We want you to guess the score of these games. We'll have a pro joining us. It's the final one of the season. I think Andy's probably home and hose. Although, the pros are quite close. It could Very be quite close. Yeah. Nothing much happened last week. You know, sort of similar scores. So, it's, it's still a very close race. So if you're it's a fan like the Premier League. It's okay. exactly the same. Well, if you're a fan of any of these clubs, um, let us know. Um, Brighton, Manchester City, Leicester, Chelsea, Liverpool versus Wolves, and uh, Spurs versus Everton. So uh, they're the four games uh, we're covering. Uh, Brighton City, Leicester, Chelsea, Liverpool, Wolves, and Spurs, Everton. That's far be it for me to do on-air editorial, but yeah. why on earth are we not doing the Man City-Brighton game? Why are we doing Chelsea-Leicester? Brighton-Man City, I said that. Brighton-Man City. Yeah. Uh, Leicester versus Chelsea, Liverpool versus Wolves. Okay. And Spurs versus Everton. 
Okay. What else needs deciding? Then? I wouldn't do. That's four games. Why are we doing four games? Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's no, a, no. It's we don't, 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 there's weekend. no point doing Chelsea Leicester. Let's just do the other. The, the Spurs one still something up for grabs there. I'd say anyway. So you don't want to do it. Well, I, we normally only do three. Why would we do four? So when I mean, you said far be it from me to do editorial on air. <laughs> well, I have to, to anyway, protect the uh, show's integrity. We move on. Our old mate Gareth A. Davis uh, was uh, talking uh, in the build-up to the big Bellator match-up between Paul Daly and uh, Michael Page uh, recently. Andy would have seen him uh, posting lots of uh, stuff on social media. About it. it was a huge fight in this country. And we're very pleased to say that uh, Paul joins us in the studio. How are you doing, Paul? I'm not too bad. How's yourself? Good, good, good. Yeah, we'll come mm. on to uh, your next fight. But it was, a, it was a big night, wasn't it, for MMA in this country? Yeah, yeah, it was massive, you know. Uh, I was comparing it to uh, Nigel Ben, Chris Eubank, but for the mixed martial art world, you know, mm. it was a bit of a rivalry. Uh, two guys from similar backgrounds who didn't really like each other, who were both very, very good at fighting in the sport of mixed martial arts and who were both British. So it made for a yeah. very interesting storyline, yeah. A few yeah. people said it... it, it <laughs> It was quite a difficult fight for both of you. Probably neither of you are kind of completely at your best for whatever reason. Well, Is yeah, it a styles make fights thing or something? Or Yeah, it was a, it was a big occasion and mm. there was a lot on the line. It was part of the Bellator's welterweight tournament. Uh, 50 Cent was given a, the, the winner a million pounds. Uh, so that that was... Uh, obviously, we had a lot, a lot to lose. But, you know, we were both strikers, both with finishing capability. And it just... So happens that I could wrestle a little bit as well. So yeah. I decided to uh, take the fight to the ground rather than stand up. Okay. Now the fight was in February. Your next fight's in June. Is it a bit like boxing that you can't fight more than say twice a year, something like that? I'd like to fight as much as possible. You know, <laughs> <laughs> me personally, I'd like to fight as much as possible. I enjoy the sport. You know, I've been doing it for 16 years, and uh, you know, it's what pays the bills. But when you get to a certain level, and and you know without sounding big-headed, you become a bit of a marquee name. You can understand why your promoters only put you out a few times a year. But, you know, if it was up to me, I'd, I'd like to fight as much as possible. Yeah. What was your route into the sport, then, Paul? Uh, I just came across a DVD. At one, oh, sorry, it was a video back then, a video. Mm. And I was already doing martial arts. I've, I've been... I trained in karate from seven and then transitioned to various other different martial arts. Uh, seeing this video seeing a guy win a tournament, seeing him get a big check, and I thought, I need to do that. If I can do something that I love and get paid for it, then why not? Yeah. Have you fought in America? Yeah, I've been fighting in America for, for two, since 2007, which is unusual for the sport in that a lot of the British guys really have to carve out their career here first before going to America. I was just so fortunate enough to be promoted by Gary Shaw, who was also working with Mike Tyson in the boxing industry. Mm. Uh, so very early on in my career, I was fighting on CBS and fighting on pay-per-views in America with a promotion that's now defunct called Elite XC. So uh, it's, it's great to fight in America, but there's nothing like fighting in the UK. It, are the crowds different? Are there a different reaction? Can you feel it? You definitely feel the crowds. Um and you can definitely tell the difference in fighting in America and fighting in the UK. Like I said, I love fighting in America, but the the energy, whether you're you're British or not, the energy you can't compare it uh, a British crowd to to a crowd anywhere in the world. Oh, really, well, that's great. That's yeah, good to hear. Isn't yeah, they've yeah. embraced the sport like that. Your next opponent, Eric Silva, thirty-four year old Brazilian. Yes, yeah. very tough. Had a lot of hype coming into the sport. Um, highly touted by the Brazilian media. Um, 
But unfortunate for him, he has to fight me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Confident. And that's good. at Wembley, twenty second of June. Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, it should be. It should be a big night for British mixed martial arts. It's a, it's a good bill, isn't it? It's a, there's another big fight on as well. Yeah, there's it? a title fight between a Dutch fighter, Gegard Masasi. He's fighting a guy called Lovato, who's a world Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion. Um, so it's a very interesting mix of styles. Uh, Lovato being more of the guy that likes to take the fight to a, the ground and Masasi being a bit more of a stand-up fighter. Mm. And it's, we, we often talk, I mean, we know Sky Sports do a brilliant job with their coverage. We often talk, bemoan the fact there's maybe not enough terrestrial coverage of some sports. And they've linked up with Channel 5, haven't they? So there's going to be terrestrial coverage in this as yeah, well. Yeah, there is. There's going to be uh, some coverage on it on Channel 5 and... I had my first experience as a as a pundit of the sport live on uh, Channel Five last week, which was a great experience. And I'm happy that Bellator are doing this. It's great. It's a great platform for the the young uh, British UK mixed martial art fighters. And I'm happy to have sort of carved the way for them and still be involved in the sport as it is now. Fantastic. And the, your your uh, your nickname is Semtex. Who who gave you that? <laughs> I would like to give you a very interesting story, but I sort of, when I was working at a nine to five, it was me and my mate sat behind some computers and I'd had one or two amateur fights and we just went through a list of, of explosives <laughs> and Semtex sort brilliant. of stuff. You don't want to be yeah. taking to the internet looking at lists of explosives. I know, yeah. it, it, would, it would be a, a different story now, but it was very innocent and uh, my fighting style was just very zero to 100 and uh, when it gets to 100... The, the, my opponent's normally unconscious, so we thought that was a fitting name. <laughs> and you like it now? You please, you chose it. I mean, I suppose you've you've Better got used to it. Knight. Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah Paul <laughs> Jellig Knight. Uh, yeah, 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 TNT's happy. probably been nicked. I yeah, TNT. You, you found that now that a lot of them, obviously Dynamite's one that's been used before TNT. Yeah, but there's only one Semtex in mixed martial arts, so I'm pretty proud of that. Excellent. Well, we Dynamite's wish... a magician. He gets slaughtered, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to last very long. I wouldn't think. Paul. Well, good to see you, Paul. All Thank the best. You. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from talk sport hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. (laughs) 
Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sports. Um, Andy's nap, some good news at last. It's happened. You got a winner. I did. What was Not it called? Um, final song. Yeah, it was all a bit boring, but at least you've got no, a winner. He's no. <laughs> very, very harsh. You are there. I just tried to pick a name that had some relevance. You yeah, know? but see, that's what happens. You know, the old point of this kind of slightly <laughs> goofy. So annoyed because I won. This kind of goofy daily feature <laughs> We're never was that doing it, it again. It was going to be a disaster, <laughs> but you're sitting there going, "Oh, oh, I just thought, as it's the final day of the season, <laughs> it'll be final I've song. Turned, I've turned it to Alan Bennett. Final song. I said to Mum, I'm choosing a horse. What will I go for? Uh, anyway, uh, more on Scott Parker's appointment as the uh, head coach. Uh, Shah Khan, the chairman of the club, says Scott was brave to accept a very difficult challenge in February when appointed caretaker manager since that day. Uh, whether in training or on uh, match days, he's undeniably made us a better football club. He'll have another big challenge to face now to return us to the Premier League and I believe he's up to the task. And Scott himself uh, has said... Uh, he's delighted to be appointed and the players, staff and fans have been fantastic since he took over and he's now focused on ending the campaign with a positive result on Sunday against Newcastle. Good news. Yeah, well done, Scott. Yeah, I think he's... Uh, from the moment he went into coaching, people at Tottenham were saying to me, he's, he's going to be one to watch. He's really good. Yeah, he's a I, natural. Think, I think he's done a decent job there. So, uh, yeah, yeah okay. well, good well luck done to him. him. Good luck. Uh, in the meantime, Andy... Oh, yes, I was about to tell you that men are twice as likely as women to watch the Women's World Cup. Okay, Which I think it's quite interesting. interesting. Fact, yeah. Yeah, I think it's are men twice as likely to watch any sort of football than women. I don't know what the statistics right. statistics are, but that is interesting because I know I know you'll be watching it. I'll be watching it. So yeah, I think it's, it's, it's going sure to be a decent tournament. We've got right? it here on Talk Sport. We have we'll bring uh, all the uh, England and Scotland games and uh, the closing stages all on Talk Sport. And Talk Sport too. Absolutely, and uh, uh, I should talk a little bit about Freddie Starr because uh, I used to love him on Cup Final Day. He sort of, you know, when it used to be, he, well, he did do a lot of footbally stuff, football, didn't he? You know, he, he would do in, that in the sort of mid eighties. You know, he'd be Tarby Starbar, Starbar, and he'd be, you know, and he'd always be a sort of, you know, an unpredictable presence. And, yeah, you know, tremendous, I think. So I was, uh, yeah, I, was I remember. For I that. was listening to uh, a podcast the other day. And there's a guy on there, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but his involvement back in the day was the go-between for what they used to call the player pool. When, when the players weren't mm. particularly rich and they got to a cup final, they could generate uh, 25% of their annual wage. Yeah, it was a big thing, wasn't it? Through the player. And you mm. think of that now. You think of adding, you know, because they weren't paid, they were paid well compared with the average man, mm. but in the sort of 70s, 80s or whatever, they weren't making fortunes. So if you could make 25% of your salary just from reaching the cup final, it was more than the glory, wasn't it? Yeah. And what would happen is yeah, that... The, it was good for the newspapers. We've got lots of interesting stories yeah. and fun pictures, Monte Fresco-style pictures. Well, the way they got that was the kind of the, the sort of free-for-all we get now. And, and the guy on the podcast, his job was to act as the kind of facilitator for who got what. Hmm. So... Uh, newspapers have always done that for exclusives. You know, they've gone out and said, we want the full squad and we want them all dressed as, you know, if it was Forrest, they're all, they've got to be dressed as Robin Hood. And they said, well, if you want that, or it's going to cost, which is what they did, of course, in... in it was in very a, much what they did. In the, uh, in the mm. 90s, 91 Cup final. So, um, Roy Keane wearing a... Looking, in the days before he, he got that self-aware when he was a young kid, he stand there in a kind of... Um, a, a Robin Hood hat with a feather in it, <laughs> holding a bow and arrow. He looks quite happy with it. I think you'd be hard pressed to get him to do it <laughs> now. That may have been now. one of our old mate Monty Frescos. God bless him. <laughs> but anyway, 
Um, yeah, the point I make is that papers have always done that. They've always uh, paid that little bit more for exclusives. But the TV companies mm. did as well. They would pitch Andy, uh, the two main channels, BBC and ITV. They would pitch to who got, you know, who's going to get on the coach, who's going to get the access, mm. who's going to get to and the training ground. Yeah, and it was all monetised then, you know. Yeah. So that was, a, but, you know, as I said, I was quite impressed with the fact. Didn't they well, still say it's stay at Selsden Park Hotel. That was always the hotel they stayed at. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it was miles from Wembley? Why stay there? Uh, the money it would have cost I mean it cost a lot of money they always had that shot of the, the aerial shot of the coach going yeah. in wouldn't you For, and that was a helicopter then or, yeah. a, little, or, a, or a, a, a sort of plane but or now a of tall course, bloke it's <laughs> an incredibly tall bloke up a crane but <laughs> uh, or and now of course it'd be a drone it'd be it a lot be a cheaper drone, to come yeah. wouldn't it yeah anyway it doesn't really can take I, can anyway. I show you Lewis Hamilton's latest show me what you like clothing disaster oh yeah fantastic he's wearing a suit that basically looks like an old fashioned broken black and white TV can I look at it it's a tremendous effort isn't it by him honestly how did Sports Illustrated vote him one of the like, amongst the ten best dressed sports it looks people. like someone if, if you banged him on the head you basically the picture would settle down it does it does look like an old cathode ray tube telly that's Very got a bit so, yeah. the horizontal hold's gone on it doesn't it just bang it it'll that's be fine good. And uh, Frank Lampard's been speaking, and he said he didn't, after Spygate, he didn't want to build a wall around the training ground. He should have got Donald Trump to build it. He'd be <laughs> yeah. quite happy. He got Mexico to pay for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, how's yeah. that working out? <laughs> not too well. Yeah. And uh, can you stop asking Poch if he's leaving if Spurs win the Champions League? He's not. Yeah. Okay? They, they did it again to, yesterday. You think, oh, stop. What's the point? You're not going to say, imagine if he suddenly said, yes, I am, actually. That's it. <laughs> Well, that's why he's kind of done that, hasn't he? But well, he did it in a sort of sarky way, but then, you know, I don't know. It does seem a bit of a non-story, this, that came out of oh. something that looks like it got lost. And they did ask him if he was joking. They, To be fair to the press, they did try and, try and qualify it, but mm. uh, but he kind of doubled down on it in a bit of an odd way, but, you know, I don't know. Fantastic. Know Do you want to hear a royal wedding announcement from today's Times Court Circular? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A Miss, royal wedding. Yeah, royal wedding, yes. Miss A.O. King is marrying... Eight? Ca no, Miss A. Oh, OK. Miss A. Alice... King is marrying Captain RMG Prince. A king is marrying a prince. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful, isn't it? Okay, well, it wasn't really royal news. It was, uh, it was just that. To give it a bit. Do they have that in the Star? Is it only in the Times? <laughs> they only have it in the Times. Yeah, yeah, okay. The Star, honestly, no wonder they publish my text all the time. Some of the, the quality is so low. It's very easy to get in. <laughs> it's, this bloke, Headley Boxall, I don't know if that's his name. Yeah. Uh, he said... The fact a talentless clown like Ed Sheeran is worth hundreds of millions of pounds... It's a bit harsh. I know. <laughs> proves what a sad country England's become. I can think of a lot more people to use that analogy yeah. than Ed Sheeran, who's if, actually pretty successful. If you're, if you're looking to pinpoint uh, the fact that you feel this country's in a bit of a pile of state, I wouldn't kick off... I wouldn't have top of my list Ed Sheeran, would you? No, I wouldn't. Bloke who holds Wembley Stadium in the palm of his hand, <laughs> armed with a guitar and a pedal board. Not bad. I know. I've had two published this week. I'm quite... Pleased with that. Would you care to read them to us or not? Oh, the only thing is, the last time is I did he gets this, such, he gets such a thrill from this. <laughs> he gets such a, he gets more of a thrill. <laughs> he has a, somehow he has a, a national uh, daily outlet for his views I'm a on published talks. Author, but he, he often like. says, "Oh, I've been published in the st I've been published <laughs> in the Star again today." He says, "I've been." published <laughs> witless letters that they, pub they publish every time don't they well, Actually, every no, time. they are quite funny some of them no they're, they're not every time I find if, if, it, if they're too clever they don't get in right okay they've got to be they've got to be they've got to be okay. LCD let's be honest alright yeah but uh, no I'm pleased and uh, I use a various uh, variety of aliases yeah which is uh, which is good and uh, yeah 
I'm, I'm very pleased. Often they're jo- very pleased. <laughs> often they're jokes I do on the show, and uh, really? like the one I did about educating. So Archie. they are low quality then. Educating Archie got oh, in. Oh, they got in. Yeah, <laughs> that's one for the teenagers. Anyway, we move on. Okay, go on. It, it is. Uh, so I'll never get another one published now. That's it. I have gonna, to use a different phone. They're going to stop. <laughs> get your burner phone. This is me burner phone. Line, line I, I only duty. use for my. Yeah. I only use. <laughs> quick exit needed. Going to be putting on his burner phone. The Hawksby and Jake. Jacob's Daily Podcast. With a week of sport on TV, it's Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you. Uh, you know how I love um, talking pictures TV? Yes. Which yeah. is sort of the vintage movie channel. Mm. But as well, which I think is fantastic. It's fantastic for, for the oldies, you know, some, with all the old movies and all that. Yeah. But also for cineasts as well. You know, say if you're doing um, film studies at the University of Wooten Under Edge, <laughs> it'd be br- it's brilliant yeah. to, to watch that. And if you're doing your thesis on, you know, appalling British films of the 90s, 1940s and 50s, <laughs> they're all there. Yeah. But as well as that, <laughs> um, you'd be thrilled to hear that they're showing vintage uh, episodes of For the Love of Ada <laughs> with... <laughs> <laughs> with Wilfred Wilfred Pickles and Irene Handel wow and this week the one that I watched this week had a football th- a very strong football theme okay uh, Jack Smethurst you know who's yeah, the love uh, thy neighbour yeah love thy neighbour Jack Smethurst <laughs> yeah he, the producer uh, the producer <laughs> shaking his head thousand yards stare <laughs> from the kids this in the gallery this is a bit unfortunate because I happened to mention Peter Bruff yesterday oh, oh, yeah 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 so educating Archie Archie yeah. Andrews yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so are we, are we gonna, it's about, what was the football what, what happened? Well, there? now, if it, I mean, you had to suspend disbelief. I, I find that really, hard to believe in a sitcom from the 70s. Really suspend disbelief. Um, because Jack Smathers is supposed to be a Manchester United fan. Right through the series, he's a Manchester United fan. Yeah. Leeds are in the cup final. It'll be against Chelsea, so it'll be the 72 cup final. Wow, yeah. Wembley. 70. 70, 70 cup, cup yeah, final, right. yeah. So Jack Smathers has got a pair of tickets for, these, um, for this match. Yeah. And Wilfred Pickles goes out to get fish and chips. <laughs> Can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> I'm loving it. It's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. Wilfred, Wilfred Pickles goes out to get fish and chips. Yeah. That's right. You did um, hear that, right? It's Talk Sport, National Sports Radio <laughs> no, Station. Not, Wilfred Pickles got quite a few mentions during Cheltenham Week, if you remember. Wilfred right. Pickles went out to get fish and chips. So, what happened next? <laughs> well, so the envelope in which uh, Jack Smith has got the Cup final tickets. Yeah. Um, he scrawls the, with a little pencil, he scrawls. Two Haddock. But exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, a fish and three sixes. <laughs> yeah. So he, he puts all that down uh, and the order, and then he comes back and he throws the envelope in the fire. Oh, so no. they think they've uh, burnt up the uh, tickets. Jack tickets, tickets yeah. However, the real suspension of disbelief is Jack Smithers is supposed to be a Manchester United fan. Yeah. He's going to watch Leeds against Chelsea, right? <laughs> in the final, he's got all his. Oh, I'm so excited! Billy Brenner and the boys and all that. And I'm thinking, what Manchester United? Even in 1970. Yeah. Got no Manchester United. It's zero. Oh, north against South. He says North against South. I'm definitely supporting yeah, that's, Leeds. That's how they've tried to justify it by saying North against South. Yeah, yeah it's not the way football works. As Wilfred Pickles Why don't you say, write to them, Martin, and complain? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's nobody alive to take your complaint, is there? I don't know if Jack's still with us. Two different stories. I'm sure he is. I don't. I'm not oh, no, sure no, no, anybody in that program no, no. is still with us. And well so, done, yes. Martin. You've won 37 and 8 pence. Yeah. <laughs> so anything else happened in the last 30 years you want well, to talk about? Very little. Actually. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, I have to, uh, I, I have to applaud uh, Jurgen Klopp for yeah. finally destroying that ridiculous convention that you have to, uh, you ha- whenever you, there's a slight swear word picked up 
by the microphones, mm. you have to immediately apologise. Yeah, that yeah. was brilliant, brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. and the, the line of the week, and I think uh, our good friend Max, uh, Max Russian, did uh, tweet it. Yeah. Line of the week is, oh, the kitties will all be in bed now. Yeah. And he goes ahead <laughs> and drops the F-bomb, yeah. which was brilliant, I thought. And it was, you know, and also I, I do like yeah. swearing in German because it's do almost, you? yes, it's almost like a German word. You know, when you when you hear German people, I've got a few German friends, when you hear them swear, hmm. it sounds great. Have you got favourite words? No, we don't, don't go down there. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, my favourite Italian swear word. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We've got a lot of Italian listeners, so they're all tuning, they're all tuning in. Yeah. Well, they'll know what it is, because they have yeah. a whole day dedicated to it, the oh, okay. uh, the five-star party. Oh, OK. Why they named the party after a defunct group of the 80s, yeah. I have no idea. But yeah, that's a very good question. Systematic, that's right. So, yeah, I watched, obviously, all the football. I thought Klopp was... I mean, I enjoyed... Your match. I thought Ericsson gave a great interview afterwards where he mm. did. You very rarely hear someone say we were lucky. Yeah. And, Sp I mean, can you accept that Spurs? Oh, yeah, were, God, yeah you, have to, you have to be lucky to get. They hit the post, didn't they? You have to yeah. be lucky to get through a well, game like that. I would they were think. fortunate. I don't know about lucky. Yeah. They I still think they deserve they, oh, to for win. The, for the spirit and the character and all that, yeah, obviously. And second half performance. Just going back but, to Klopp, I think something you would have liked. We played it earlier on. Jurgen Klopp um, kind of talked oh, yeah, to us like middle aged men do. Can we hear it again? Is it possible to hear that again? Because I think. I think you'll like this, oh, and uh, you will sympathise oh, with uh, Jürgen's issues. Have a, have a listen to this. He was talking about uh, the night after the game. The time is intense in, in general, so it was not only the Champions League game didn't make it more intense or whatever. We had to play it anyway. Um, and yeah, after a game like this, I, I'm. Meanwhile, I'm completely rather done than the other way around so means then I'm, I can sleep very well on pretty early if possible um, the only problem is um, that all the other guys in my age group know that we wake up pretty early and during the night three times as well so uh... so nice to hear yeah. isn't it and nice to hear a Premier League manager means he's got a bit yeah. of a prostate yeah. issue yeah. but what yeah. you missed was after that he said and when I wake up I listen to Martin Kellner yeah, yeah. Yes, he does yeah. very big in Ho Chi Minh City he said <laughs> very it, big, yes. yeah. he always speaks <laughs> like that <laughs> Yes, yeah, so why does he speak yeah, I've like got that? No idea, yeah. I will. I'll tell Basically you. Basically, doing John Belushi in uh, Animal House, I was there. Yeah. The first yeah. few times I had uh, Henning Vane um, on my. Uh, in the show. back of your cab? No. no when I had Henning Vane on my uh, radio shop north, yeah. nobody would believe it wasn't a character he was doing because they had a mixture of uh, South London and, yeah, uh, it's and such German. Yeah, strange. Which, I love Henning. There's oh, a very yeah. strange Fantastic. accent. He's been here a long time, but he still sounds very German, doesn't yes. he? Yes. Well, sort of German mm. South London mix, but very good. Yeah. So I obviously enjoyed all that. I oh, sorry, some very unhappy. We do. We should apologise to NUFC and LCFC because it's an absolutely gutted at Martin's for the love of Ada spoilers. <laughs> gonna, he's obviously recorded it and watch it. I mean, they, they keep talking about Game of Thrones spoilers and Line of Duty. I was so bad, Martin, you've just gone on and not. you didn't go spoiler alert first. Well, apologies. Yeah, thank uh, you. It, the match went to a replay anyway. Yeah. After yeah. But there, there was a load of uh, actual footage of the match, which you don't often get, you know, when there's a... They cut the proper football. footage in, did they? Well, oh yeah, it was proper footage, loads of it. You wow. know, Osgood and uh, Bremner and all well, sorts. Well, okay, I'm going to go and find that then. It's like, yeah, it's all worth watching. So, sorry, Martin, you were saying yeah, we we're talking about Jurgen Klopp, and we're on to Spurs. Yeah, on to Spurs. Yeah. Uh, so you get the choice. You had uh, Pochettino, who, as always, was brilliant. I mean, they are the two most uh, admired managers, I think, probably in the well, apart from Pep Guardiola, we've known about him for years, but mm. uh, I think. They are the you know for post-match interviews and everything. I would say they were two of the most admired managers. Pochettino. Every, see, I, I mentioned last week I'm a patriotic 
better and Patrick, you know, yeah. I will always, always, always support the, uh, the British team. That's, isn't that the worst kind of better to be? Oh, pa- yeah, if you're a absolutely. patriotic better, you can, you know, I mean, you, know, you may drop on. But very occasionally. Yeah. Very occasionally <laughs> do. Um, I include uh, Australia in it as well, so I backed Adam Scott, um, and he's, you know, in the golf, and he's... Oh, right. uh, he's a Commonwealth man. You should as well. Yeah. I'm a bit of a yeah, Commonwealth yeah. So the, you extend yeah. to the Commonwealth. I extend to the Commonwealth. I did ask Martin if he'd watch Channel 431, the Greyhound channel. Yeah. Uh, but he said he'd be a bit busy watching the football. So no great he's promised joy. me next week he's just going to tune in between to check it out. Not here next week, actually. Right. Probably okay, the week after. Week. Okay. Think, yeah, I've got right. off for a couple of weeks. Um, anything so, yeah. else? Anything else I watched? I watched Chelsea, of course, last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a very dramatic game. Andy didn't think so, but it looked quite dramatic to me. It went to the wire, didn't it? Well, yeah, the penalty shootout. Was, I mean, the penalty shootout's the point at which um, my missus always says, wake me up if it's a penalty shootout. <laughs> she won't watch football as such. I know, it's funny. But does, does like to hear me going about the body language and telling her who's going to miss. Uh, and how often do you get those right? Do you? Very, very rarely. <laughs> do, Don't know. fancy him here. Goal! Yes. Yeah, we've yeah, all done it, haven't we? All yeah. the body language. Goal! Yeah, yeah. but I also, uh, I say, enjoyed the the, uh, the Spurs match. I thought, uh, I, I thought BT Sport did themselves quite proud. I th- you know, I thought it went um, rather well for. You see, them they're showing the final week. free of charge. They're honouring because the, it's all British clubs, uh, all English clubs, so they will be showing the, those games free. Well, you know, well free done to BT air. Sport, yeah. and I thought Darren Fletcher very good because at the end of the uh, Spurs match, just after the the last goal uh, by Mora went in, um, he said, "And Jermaine Genesis is speechless." And I thought, yeah. "Well, there's a." Bonus. <laughs> so, uh, I know you. I know you boys can't say anything, but, uh, but that was good. And I, I say I thought Des did a great job with the uh, yeah. with, with Clock being never easy. Swearing. That is it on the yes. pitch. We have to move on. I'm afraid. We do, Martin. Look, do you, right. You're on overnight. I I'm take on overnight, it. Overnight, one till five. On talk radio. Ridiculous time to put Man of Michael Ibra on. But anyway, I want one till five. <laughs> and so Jurgen Klopp, he'll be fleet. He'll be listening. He'll be listening. One, one hope. Couple of minutes. Yeah. Then he'll come back to it about an hour later. Indeed. So as we've now discovered. So thank you, Martin. See you in a couple of weeks. Been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. And just before we go, uh, clips of the week. No, uh, we, there was one clip we didn't put in. Uh, you'll probably discover why. I felt it was a bit regionalist. Um, if you're from Preston, you may want to switch off now. But um, I just thought Andy, it was a wonderful impersonation by Nigel's guest yeah. of Mark Lawrenson. Okay. Be loaded, unloaded, loaded again. Yeah, <laughs> could do quick. a bit of primal, bit of primal scream, couldn't Pretty you? Yeah. Done with a bit of lead into it. But never yeah, mind. That's, no, right. that's all right. We gave it yeah. as much, you know. We'll have to excuse our assistant producer. Yeah, he's, assistant he's basically still drunk from last <laughs> night. He's had an absolute mare today. So um, we'll have a great weekend. We will um, see you on Monday from one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.